Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, it's Mark Sorrell with the Plan Vision Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about the rates of return that you can consider when you're projecting for your future in retirement. And I'll talk specifically in a moment about how we arrive at the rates that we use. But it is one of those factors that's very important. Other ones are when are you going to retire? How long are you going to work for? How much are you saving until retirement? What are your, what's your spending going to be? Your longevity? All those are really important components. But interest rates right up there with the factor that can have a huge impact on the success of your plan. So what should you, what should you use? Now, if you use too high of a number, maybe it'll... You'll end up not having enough, and wouldn't that be disappointing? Or if you use too low of a number, you may end up not being as liberal with your money as you should. You won't, you'll work too long, or you won't enjoy the retirement like you could have. So we normally would look back in the past to give us some sort of an indication of what the future might, might be as it relates to market performance or investment return performance. But of course, the biggest disclosure I think we all know about in the financial services industry is past performance is not a guarantee of future performance or future returns. But it might be an indicator, and it might be a good one, unless it's not. So we use 5% for our projections for people prior to retirement and 3% for their returns in retirement. And those are for all non-cash assets that are financial based. We don't use those for properties and for cash right now, we're using about a half a percent. Something that's really important though about these plans is that when you do a projection of this nature, these are based upon fixed rates of return, rates of return that compound year after year on top of each other. And even if you get a higher rate of return, or average a higher rate of return with market varia- market variations, they may not produce the same outcome as pure fixed rates of return uh, returns. And this is the sequence of returns risk that we have as investors, or particularly as retirees living off their money. Might have a great average rate of return, but if there's a period of time in which the markets aren't performing well or they're down, you could find yourself vulnerable and not, and the returns may not be as strong as just the, the fixed rate of return would indicate. So that's one reason why we like to use a lower number. And by the way, my, it, it is hard to simply replicate a variable rate of return. Of course, that's what Monte Carlo simulation does. It runs um, numerous simulations looking at a wide range of returns to give you a probability of success. Not a big fan of Monte Carlo simulation simply because we don't know the future. And so I'd hate to have people locking in at a percentage of success rate, unless it's really high, and thinking, well, you know, this is what I'm going to, this is what my chance is, and, and the future looks different. Another reason why we only use 3%, in addition to their, these are fixed rate of returns, is that retirees in general, their attitude about their life and their future and their investments, they tend to be more cautious than they were during their working years. All those years that they were saving money, the future was out there. Well, it's here now. They're living off the money. And market losses are going to produce, for many people, anxiety. 
And there also can be other concerns as well, about the, not just about the money that you're living off of, but about the retirement systems that support your retirement, like here in the States, Social Security and our Medicare systems. So as such, it is prudent, from my viewpoint, for retirees to be more cautious with their investments, to give up growth for stability. Another important factor right now is that fixed interest rates essentially throughout the developed world are really low. Now they're creeping up a little bit here in the States, but 0.75, Some developed countries, Europe, there's negative interest. So they're going up. But if you do a 60, if you set up a portfolio that's a 60-40 mix, and 40, which I think is a, a pretty nice portfolio for many people in retirement, depending upon where they're at, generally speaking, but it's still a nice mix for many. Well, 40% of that is pretty darn low, right? 40% of it might be getting a half percent or a 1%. Now, we'll see if that goes up over time. But if you just do the math on a 60-40 portfolio and you get about 5% of growth in the markets, the, the, the stock markets, then about 1% or maybe half percent, well, you're going to be coming in at around 3% anyway as a retiree. So I think 3% is a good number. Gosh, I hope people get more than that. And if you're looking at longer than 30, 35, 40 years, I think many people will perform better than that, maybe four and a half, five, five and a half percent. But it is prudent, I think, to be cautious as retirees and just use a lower number in general. Ultimately, what's going to be the right rate to use? I don't know. Hopefully these comments might help you with some of the important considerations because you can use whatever rate you want to use. Now, of course, for you though, you're not going to know for sure what the best rate is until you've passed. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered. 